Welcome to Investors Insights. Our topic today is stimulus holiday cheer. I'm excited to be joined by my colleagues, Adam Van Zant, Bobby Norman, and Trey Booth. As we go into this holiday week, Christmas before us, and a lot of topics to discuss. One of the questions has been, you know, why does this market continue to move up? And of course, today, uh, Adam, uh, we got some news about stimulus. Is that correct? You want to talk a little bit about the markets? That's correct. So, Greg, I appreciate it. And one thing that a lot of people have been waiting for is Congress finally passed the stimulus program over the weekend of $900 billion. So this will help a lot from the standpoint of looking at healthcare relief as well as small businesses. Um, along with that, we're seeing some promising results with the vaccine already being rolled out to healthcare workers. Um, we're getting also into 2021, we're looking at it being rolled out to individuals as well, coming January and February along into the spring. So let's talk about technicals. Friday's S&P close came in at 3712. So that now pushes a new resistance level to 3770 and a new support level of 3640. So now we look at consumer sentiment going into 2021 and will we have a more bullish tone in the markets, knowing that the stimulus is being rolled out, knowing that these vaccines are being rolled out to healthcare workers and individuals, will this allow the regular consumer to put more money into the markets? And, and you're absolutely right about that. And, and we have to ask the, the question here is, as clients are looking at Dow Jones Industrial Average over 30,000, uh, which is a record high, they're looking at an S&P 500 over the 3,700 mark, as you've already talked about. Uh, NASDAQ is at 12,756. Uh, here we are in a, a world of, of COVID and with all these new dynamics taking place in the economy, and of course, everybody's very excited about the stimulus checks. And let me just say this though, the stimulus checks, we are thrilled from the standpoint it will go to consumers, it will go to people who need the money uh, from the standpoint of making sure, helping them get through these times. At the same time though, our clients need to understand that we're going through innovation disruption. And if they go back and through the years, look at our vlogs. We've talked about how business models were going to change. Uh, I would just like to, to, to share this quote or, or saying from the standpoint that in 2020, in this year, we've seen a decade of change take place. COVID compressed what we had projected would take place in 2030. And we're seeing business models change. Back years ago, we talked about how Amazon didn't own any stores. And here we are today, Amazon is forcing Walmart to change their whole business model to compete. We talked about how Netflix didn't own any movie theaters. And guess what? Movie theaters are struggling in this COVID environment. We talked about from the standpoint that Uber didn't own any cars. And at the same time now, here we are and transportation is changing. Tesla has come out with the electric car and also challenging General Motors and, and other companies that are having to reinvent themselves. From the standpoint, Airbnb owns no hotels. And at the same time, the dynamics of the hotel industry, entertainment industry is having to change. Zoom owns no meeting rooms. 
Uh, we, we are seeing a time period where people are having meetings all across the country and the impact on airlines and other things. So the point being is the stimulus is great. We are thrilled the announcement has been made. It, will, it is money that will go into the economy. But simultaneously, we're just seeing business models reinvent themselves, new careers coming about, and everybody having to rethink how our economy works and how we move forward. Very similar how in the 1920s, people had to rethink the business models as well. And on that note, Bobby, you brought up just about the changes occurring and why the market's going higher. That's a running question from our clients. Talk some more about that. Yeah, Greg, uh, we're still getting a lot of questions from clients and business partners around the market continuing to show strength, even through a spike in virus cases, lockdowns, uh, and then we're continuing to see economic weakness start to show up in the jobs market. And then also consumer spending, which is prompting the question, how much longer can the market strength continue? And so, as always, we want to do some research here on this topic here. And in looking at research done by our partner analyst at LPL Financial, who actually addressed this specific how much longer question in their 2021 market outlook, and it's good news for market participants. And so in reviewing some of the previous major bear market lows, most recently in March of 2009, reveals that stocks tended to add gains well after the initial surge. And so, as you can see in this chart on the screen, the second-year gains were shown in light blue, following a decline of 30% or more continue to be strong, averaging an additional 24%, and none were negative going back to 1970. So, yes, there are reasons to still be cautious, and there's always no guarantees we like the historical relevance of the market continuing to show strength to finish off this year, 2020, and what's been an interesting year, uh, and then going into next year. And Bobby, thank, thanks for bringing that up and tying into that. In my comments earlier, uh, Trey, as I talked about innovation and disruption, you brought up about mergers and acquisitions and how we're seeing companies merge together, acquire each other in this low interest rate environment where they can have capital to do this. Elaborate on that and what the impact is on the economy and the market. Uh, we've seen a record flow of M&A activity. That, that may be a catalyst to boost the market to continue because companies, if they take a company private or they take stock off the market, that reduces supply of stock and could push prices higher. We're just looking at $532 billion worth of M&A activity announced in the fourth quarter, and there's still two weeks left. That's the fifth best quarter since 2015. So that's a lot of strength going into the end of the year. These are announced deals. And so those deals need to close early next year. And that could be supportive uh, to the market as those as the, 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 the combined companies uh, take, take stock off the market and push, push enthusiasm and supply and demand imbalance more in line of higher prices. So with this information, we hope you've gotten a, a better understanding and ideas how we see things moving forward with the vaccination rolling out, with the stimulus taking place. As we go into 2021, the new business models, the new way that we do business in this country, how consumers spend their money. Who would have thought you would be waiting for DoorDash or Ship to, to show up at your door for deliveries? FedEx, UPS, what does the future hold? We believe from the standpoint during this holiday season, as we go into 2021, there are a lot of positive things taking place. And we're going to keep you updated through our social media 
uh, Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook. We're going to keep you updated with these vlogs. We also ask you to go back and look at some of these vlogs where we talked about changing dynamics and business models because, yes, in 2020, we've seen a decade of change take place in one year. And the rippling effect will be huge. And we think going forward, there'll be a lot of opportunities in this market, in this economy, and in this country. We hope you have a great holiday. Merry Christmas to each and every one of you. And we look forward to bringing you up to date about the 2021 forecasting years in next week's vlog. Stay tuned. Thanks for believing in us and introducing us to so many other people. Thanks.